Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. This is episode number nine. The first three are foundational, and then four through seven were designed to get you through the holidays, and now we're back to the foundational concepts in this new year, 2023. Can you believe it? Last week was all about the scale, and today we're talking about another vital component when it comes to weight loss, and that is planning. Now, some people love planning. I'm raising my hand here. I love a good plan, a good checklist, a good to-do list, <laughs> but some people hate it. And I have found that weight loss is so much easier when we do some form of it, some form or another. Okay. So you can be as detailed as spreadsheets. I mean, I don't, that's not what I normally do, but you, I mean, you certainly can, you can go to town or you could be sort of loosey-goosey, whatever works for you. That's going to always be the issue. The only thing I want is what works for you. All the tools I talk about, I want you to make them your own. So you tweak them so they work for you, okay? I'll give you the basic structure and you work with it. All of this is designed to help you lose weight, but not temporarily. It's designed to give you habits that last a lifetime and can be used to help you get pregnant while you're pregnant after birth All of these things that I'm talking about can be used the entire process. It's safe for all of those body phases and truthfully through menopause too, but that's a long way off for you. But good to know that it can last you a lifetime, a lifetime of being the weight you want. Okay. Easily, easily. So it's not dieting. I'm putting air quotes. You cannot see. Um, it's, it's not, it's changing habits. It's, it's trying things on, it's tweaking them. So it works for you and your lifestyle and your lifestyle will change, right? Cause you're going to have a baby and that's going to be a whole lot different. And all of these things that I talk about, all of them can be put into place for all the phases when baby's a baby, when baby gets older, when, you know, all of it. So think about it that way. This is, and, and I like you to think about it that way because I want you to be able to do it. I want it to fit in your life. Okay. And, and I'll keep, keep touching on that point. Okay. So there's two ways I like to think about planning. The first is the the big one and it is the weekly food date. So a, a weekly food plan. And the concept of the food date <laughs> I got from Kate Northrup. She, many years ago, she wrote a book called Money Love Story. I love that title. And it was about how she sort of got herself out of debt and, you know, had a plan. Uh, and one of the things she did is she, she created sort of like a sacred space. She had a date with herself and her, you know, uh, banking apps every week. She lit a candle. She made it really special. She had like a sparkling water and a glass, like the, like literally like created a space. And so she called it a date, which I thought was really nice because it made it special, right? Now, it, the date doesn't have to be hours and hours, right? But it's, it's what it, the idea is that it's a regular time for you to spend thinking about, in our case, food and the plan for the week. Okay. So here are the important pieces about a regular planning food date. It should be at a regular time. Now, 
obviously it doesn't have to be exactly the same time exactly, but a general thing so that, and the reason is so you get into a habit of doing it. I recommend Sundays only because that sets you up for the week. You obviously can do it any day. Um, and as I go through it, you'll see what day naturally fits for you. It's where you can find the 10 to 20 minutes that you need to look over your week. Here's what I, what I mean. If you're not a planning, planning type of person, maybe it'll take you shorter. If you're a super planner, maybe you want to take it longer. That's all fine. Whatever works for you, as long as you're doing it regularly, you could, you'll maybe try it on Sundays and you'll realize, oh, you know what? Saturday mornings are better. Great. As long as you try something, then you'll learn a lot of information about how it worked for you and you'll be able to then go from there. Okay. So regular time, um, on my Instagram, follow me on Instagram at Stephanie Fine, MD, F-E-I-N-M-D. Um, every Sunday I give a little, uh, reminder for planning your food date. Uh, so anyway, you can follow me and, and do it there. So first thing is a regular time. I told you it takes about 10, 20 minutes. It totally depends what you include in it. We're going to go from there. What you do in general is you're going to look at your calendar and you're going to look at the week ahead and you're going to see which days are my busy days. Which days am I going to be out and about? Which days am I going to be working from home? Which days, you know, all you're going to have all that information and then you'll be able to know which meals you can cook at home which meals you're going to have out, when you're going to have them out, can you know ahead of time where you're going to have them out? Because there's a big difference um, in restaurants if you're eating out. You can eat something, you know, like pizza, or you can have something like a salad. You could have something, you know, some sort of poke bowl, or you could have, you know, burgers and fries. Like there's so many different ways that if we, the, the more we can plan, the better, but I don't want that to be a problem. I don't want that to be a reason that you don't do it. So, but if you are able, every month I have this meeting with my boss and we always eat at this place, great, then you know already. And in your mind, you can visualize, oh, I always love getting that uh, chicken breast and the, uh, I don't know, avocado green beans. <laughs> but my point is, is that you're visualizing what you're going to get. That is so helpful. Here's why it's helpful. When you've already visualized it in your brain, when you've thought it through, it's so much more likely to happen. So much more likely to happen. So if we're visualizing, knowing where we're going to go, our brain can calm down. It's like, oh yeah, we already know what we're having for lunch. So it's like, what are we going to have for lunch? What are we going to have for lunch? What are we going to have for lunch? At Having your brain ask you that question a million times is really annoying and it it ramps up so that you can, especially if you get hungry waiting to answer that, you can end up answering it in a way that's not going to get you to the goals that you have. So these few minutes in this date, the sacred time that you have with yourself, you're looking at your schedule and you're seeing where you're eating out, where you're eating in. Also, if you have a choice about eating out and eating in, and you've decided, you know what, this way, this week, I want to lose weight, then there you are. Maybe eating in is a better idea that day. If it's not going to be a problem. Now, some of you may be saying, I don't eat in any meals. Perfect. No problem. Where's the food coming from then? Just put that in. Or if you do cook at home, you can even, this can be a time when you decide all the meals. You make a grocery list. 
and then you go to, you plan your grocery shopping. You don't have to, you know, I don't know whenever you want to grocery shop, but you can plan the time that you're going to go grocery shopping. That's super important because if we just sort of leave it in the air about when we're going to go grocery shopping, sometimes it doesn't happen. This is a time too that you can put in exercise. With weight loss, and this is, can be a whole other episode, I don't recommend starting an exercise program because you're doing so many new things with your food. But if you already, you know, go on three hikes with a friend, you know, just go ahead and put them in your calendar. This is a time when we're planning our food week. We're planning the things that affect our eating. And so, you know, exercise can be one of them. The grocery shopping can be another. You can even prep food. This is a time that you can put the, um, when you're going to prep food, you do not have to. If you just heard prep food and your like heart sank, delete it. You do not have to prep food in order to lose weight. I do want you thinking ahead a little bit, but if you're not a prepper and you don't want to become a prepper and you've tried prepping and it just, it made you feel tight and you hated it and you dropped it after a couple of weeks, then it's not going to be on the plan. So you're doing the things that feel easy that you can do. Once those feel easy, you can certainly add more things. And it may occur to you to do, but for now, we're, all I'm asking is for you to look at your calendar, see which meals are in and which meals are out, what you'll need for the in meals, and then a grocery list. Okay. Now, the reason we talk about in and out meals is because usually home cooked meals have fewer calories than out meals. It's not always the case, but most often it is because also they have really big portions. You know, there's, it's harder to stop eating necessarily at a, at a restaurant. It could be the same at home, but usually at the end of the day, if we've had a restaurant meal, we've had more calories than if we've had a home meal. So that's why it's good to notice how many out meals I'm having versus how many in meals. And the reason why that is important and the reason why I love looking at a week as a unit of time is because a week can balance out. So famously, it's like the weekends, right? If you have fewer calories during the week and more on the weekend, overall, you can end up losing weight. But that doesn't mean you have to eat the same thing every single day. You certainly can. There are some people who love having the same breakfast, who love having the same lunch. And then all you have to do is have those supplies on hand and you are set. It's actually sometimes a little easier for people like that, but I work a lot of times with people who need variety. Totally fine. No problem whatsoever. So the week, you don't have to eat a certain number of calories every single day. In fact, that's, remember, we get into trouble with that. That's, um, we talked about that with logging. I don't believe in that because then we trick our brain, right? If we're saying 1400 calories every day and we've eaten only a thousand that day, just the way it worked out and you were, you ate when you were hungry, you stopped when you're satisfied. It just happened that today was a thousand. You weren't as hungry today. That means you'll have, I promise you, you'll eat those calories another day because you may be hungrier another day. But if we, if you do it where you're trying to game the system and you have 1400 calories every day, then you're like, Oh, I have 400 more calories. What can I eat? See, it does not work that way. We're following our hunger. We're eating things that we've thought ahead about. 
and the week balances out. Now, I want to go back to that. The other thing about weekly planning that's so valuable is you can decide, is this a weight loss week? Is it a weight gain week? Is it a stay the same week? Now, we talked about this in one of the holiday episodes because I I like you to think about the holidays like the month and decide, are you going to gain, lose, or stay the same? Well, each week you can decide that too. Now, if you're in weight loss mode, then you know most of the time it's going to be weight loss, but what if it's a birthday? What if you're traveling for work and, and that is more challenging? So whatever it is, looking ahead and being like, okay, this is a weight loss week. Great. Because what you're doing is you're recommitting to that. And then through that lens, you're making the plan for the week. Now, I heard myself say that, and I don't want you to think diet mentality restricting, depriving. That's not how we're planning our week. We're planning our week realistically. The reason we're planning it is because we're looking for our out meals versus our in meals. We are priming the pump of our brain to know where our food is coming from. And the reason why that is important is because it's not a secret that we're going to get hungry each day. I know sometimes we wish we wouldn't. We sort of hope. We're like, maybe today's the day I won't get hungry. Guess what? It's not going to happen. We do wish that because it would be so much easier if we could never eat and then we'd lose weight. Okay. I don't think that's a better way of doing it, but sort of the diet mentality is that, right? Is that I want to lose weight really fast if I just stop eating. We can't. We can't. Our body doesn't work that way. Our energy levels don't work that way. Our body would flip out if we did that. It's not safe and good. But we still have that sort of mentality like maybe today's the day I won't be hungry at all. But it's not. It's not going to happen. So because it's not a surprise that we're going to get hungry, it's awesome to plan for that inevitability. Because when we don't and we're sort of surprised by the fact that we get hungry, we can get over hungry and then we make terrible decisions because we're so hungry. And the thing that's closest and fastest is the thing we choose. But if we had admitted that we were going to get hungry, we were okay with the fact that every day we're going to get hungry. What are we going to eat when we get hungry? Oh, this thing that I think is delicious and I can bring with me is perfect. So you'll hear a lot of the same themes, which is accepting reality, accepting that we're going to get hungry, and acknowledging that reality. Okay, if I'm going to get hungry, then I'm going to plan to eat this. That alone, this shift alone, honestly, will make a huge difference, especially if we find ourselves in that over-hungry cycle of not eating all day until the afternoon, and then we get so starving, we eat something big, and then on and on and on. This planning helps with that. Of course, so does the hunger scale. If we're eating when we're just hungry and we're stopping when we're satisfied, we're also not letting ourselves get into the over-hungry cycle. Okay, so we talked about the week balancing out. We've talked about unplanned eating really never turns out well. So thinking ahead and, you know, here's the thing too, you can think ahead an hour ahead. I love looking at a week and sort of generally getting like, okay, I'm going out on Friday and Sunday, but also like on Friday morning, 
you know, you can look at the day and be like, oh, right. Oh, you know what? I have those leftovers from yesterday. I'm going to definitely bring them and that'll be perfect. And then we're going out later. So I'm going to meet up at this time. I might get hungry. So I'll bring a string cheese. You know what I'm saying? Then you just grab the thing that you need when you know you might get hungry. If you're not hungry, great. You have an extra string cheese. But planning for this makes so, is like honoring yourself, which of course I always love. All this makes it so that when Wednesday rolls around, like let's say you did it on, you did this on Sunday, when Wednesday rolls around and you have everything planned for yourself, it is honestly, you could, sometimes you can cry tears of joy and gratitude for your past self that planned it because things can get so hectic. And if you're like, oh, that's right. I already got, you know, the cottage cheese. Thank you. (laughs) It's just, it's so lovely. Okay. So when everything's sort of set up, it all makes it easy. We love easy. Brains love easy. That's just how we're designed. That's why Grubhub is so, you know, used. We just want easy. But if it's in the fridge, it's even closer than Grubhub. It's already there. You already did it. And in whatever way, you already got like the prepared something from Trader Joe's. So it does not have to be that you're whipping up a, you know, gourmet meal every night. I'll tell you right now, not me. (laughs) I'm way more of a semi-homemade kind of person. So it's just that if you have the, you know, chicken enchiladas from Trader Joe's in your fridge, that's all. Just have it be in the fridge and then you just take it out, cook it however you want, you're done. This is what I'm talking about. It does not have to be HelloFresh. It can be really, really simple. So that's the, that's the main one is the weekly planning. The next one I touched on is the daily planning. And that, and that's that idea of you, if you've already done the weekly plan, the daily plan is so simple. You're just looking at it again. And Oh, by the way, this weekly plan can be physically written down. It can be in your planner, like that's paper. It could just be a piece of paper. It could certainly be in your notes. It can be in your calendar on your phone. I mean, there's a million ways that you can, that you can do it. The daily plan then is just the night before or the morning of you're just reminding yourself and things may have changed. You know, you may have been invited to dinner day. You may have had a lunch meeting. You may, and there's a million things that could happen. And you're just like, Oh, that thing that I planned, that's not going to work out. So here's how I'm going to tweak it. Done. Like, what is that? A minute, two minutes, those two minutes. I cannot tell you how much they save you for not only for the ease of your brain, your brain gets to rest. It's like giving a dog a bone. It gets to sit down and just chew on the bone instead of running around and running around and running around. You're calming it down and it's not going to bother you. You already know what's going to happen. You get hungry. There it is. So good. So I also highly recommend the daily check-ins and it just is so much easier when you do the weekly check-in. All this is designed to have you be conscious of your eating. That's what the food log is. That's what the hunger scale is. It's about how can we be intentional about our food, but in a way that trains our brain. So it's not a big deal. It's not hard. It's not punishing. It's not restricting. It's just acknowledging. It's making decisions ahead of time. And when you make decisions ahead of time with your thinking brain, it's a way better decision than your hungry, primal, you know, feed me brain. Anytime you can make a decision with the calmer part, it's 
you're always going to end up better. So that's planning. It's an incredibly useful tool that I highly, highly recommend. If you have any questions about planning or any of the other topics so far, DM me. I'm on Instagram at stephaniefinemd. I would love to hear any of like topics you have, questions you have for the future. I'd love to do episodes answering your questions. But also if you have any questions about anything we've already talked about, I am here for you. So take on planning this week. It will be a game changer. Remember, don't make it hard on yourself. Don't sit down and plan to do a marathon. Just do the easiest part. Whatever part sounded super easy to you, do that. Once that gets easy, you can add another piece if you want. That's how we do it. Because remember, this is for the long haul. This is forever. We want it to start easy and feel easy the whole way. There is some behavior change but it's behavior change that's going to benefit you, that will reward it, you and therefore make itself good. <laughs> what do you mean? Like reward itself. You know, it, it will build on itself because you'll feel so good about it. You'll want to do it again and then you'll feel good about it and you'll do it again like that. Highly recommend a food date. So follow me on Instagram so you can get that reminder on Sundays. And in the meantime, I'm sending you lots of love. Until next week. Mwah. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous. Fabulous.